Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Now, back to the Mike Calter Show on 102.5 The Bone. The original Africa, mm-hmm. Toto, not this Weezer BS. You probably heard this Saturday night at Elmer's, DJ Dignitary. How was it? It was fantastic. Yeah? It was a good time. Yeah, everybody has a good time there. Was Jen Holloway there? No, Jen uh, hit me up, I think, on Thursday and wanted a couple comments on James Winston. Mm. And I just happened to be at Elmer's, coincidentally. Right. So I said, come on, hang over here. And she, <laughs> I was in the back in the patio with my boy, and she came through the front door, and they were just hooping and hollering at her. <laughs> 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 couple, couple of things I need to know. Yep. One is, who are, who are your boys? Like, who would you consider your boy? Uh, from Elmer's? Uh, Lo- oh, like, who is that? Was your boy from Elmer's? Yeah, Lo- oh, okay. Antonio, all those guys. Yeah. I just need to know what's in your daily routine. And why did Seth ruin your breakfast? No, Seth did not ruin my breakfast. So I don't know what the promo said. <laughs> I know. Promo said Seth ruined your breakfast. No, I was I was sitting the Daily Dose in you know, my breakfast spot, and uh, uh-huh. Seth rolled up and said, come on, come on over. So he came over, and it wasn't a booth, but it's kind of like uh, benches yeah. and seats on the other side. And he sat... Next to you? Well, next to me on the Homo. other on the other table. Still, <laughs> still, it's, it's like it was. I want to sit real close to you. No, but it wasn't I feel weird. weird. No, it wasn't weird. I like Seth. We had a, we had that conversation. We went out to dinner this weekend, and um, the the actually I think the guy called in before the guy the guy who sat next to me. Him and his girl sat on the same side of the bench, mm-hmm. and my sister in law said to my wife, "Do you guys ever do that?" And my wife said, no, it's just not, first of all, it's just not comfortable. It's not comfortable, no. Yeah, and, and also. You can hear each other totally fine across the booth. Well, you can look at each other. Yeah. I don't want to have to look this way right, the whole yeah. time, you know. And hitting elbows. And- <laughs> Unless she's giving you a handy. And at this point in our marriage, that ain't happening in the middle he? of a restaurant. Probably not. Huh? Unless he is? No, she. You said he. No, I listen, just, she's giving. <laughs> I think you're hearing what you want to hear. No, you no, said, he said he. You said he. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Freudian, Freudian slip. Uh, well, um, but so anyway, the, the only time that we ever did that was a place, what's the place, the guy you used to work for owned it. It was a New Orleans type place, New Orleans food. The guy you used to work with and, and that used to owned all the restaurants in Panama or wherever, in North Florida, what was his name? Bob Benezzi. Yeah, what did he own? Because I remember no. you telling me. Yeah, that's you're talking about Copeland's? Copeland's, thank you. Yeah, but that's not it. That guy Good used enough, to, you reminded yeah. me of what it was. That guy used to come into the bar, that guy was rich. Oh, oh different Al, guy, okay. Al Copeland, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, they're both rich right. guys, but yeah. So we're at Copeland's, which is by the AMC Veterans. And it was my wife and I, we were just living together. We weren't married. And we went and we went to Copeland's and we were going to go see a movie. So we went to Copeland's for a pre-movie dinner and it was an early movie. And I, it was dark out, but we were eating and we, we walked in. The place was empty and the one side was a huge couch. So we both sat on that side. Good. And I remember being so depressed. I looked at her and I was like, what have we become? I'm 30 years old, you're 24, and we're going to dinner and a movie on a Saturday night. We used to be out raging, drinking, all that. I was like, really? It was kind of like age was setting in. And I go, look at this place. Nobody's here. What losers we are. And right as I'm having this conversation and thought, feeling really bad about myself, 
I'm looking at her, and another uh, couple walks in, and they do the same thing where they sit on the bench. And as they go to sit down, I look up because they, they caught my eye, and the guy, as he's sitting down, he looks at me, and we both gave each other like a nonchalant head nod, and it was the great Derek Sanderson Jeter. And I looked at my wife, and I said, oh, maybe we're... And yeah. he was with that hot girl from Fast and the Furious. I was like, maybe we're not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're doing yeah. Same thing That's that fine. we're doing. We went from sad hour to happy hour. I was like, we are on the right track to being <laughs> yeah. superstars is what we're doing. Superstars. So, so he, I, that was... I mean, this is... I'm 46 now. I was 30 at the time. So uh, at that point, I was so overwhelmed that Derek Jeter was sitting eight feet away from me that I, I finally, I was like, oh, God. I was talking to her with my teeth clenched. As many people as you meet. Nope. It, but that he's goofy not, for Yankees. He's you not even all the Yankees. But Tino a little bit. Well, but I I respect and love mm-hmm. Tino. But I if Tino was here, I could talk to him. Yeah, sure. If Jeter is in here, I wouldn't even know what to say. I the one time I talked to Jeter, I didn't know what to say. So, so I said to my wife, I I gotta go to the bathroom. I don't know what I did. And I got up and I went to the bathroom and came back and I sat down and she goes, you two are so cute. And I said, why? And she goes, you got up went to the bathroom. He watched you go to the bathroom and he said something to her and I go, do you think he's like knew where he was? Like, do you think he likes me? What do you think is going on? Do you, you think know? he likes me? It's beautiful. Over the years I've been with him, we've run into each other a bunch of times and it's gotten progressively better. Sometimes we're with people that we, we both know in common so it's not as uncomfortable. Sure. And then at one time, me and David Wells went to the Hard Rock and he was having his party. We didn't go to the party, but we realized we were there at the same time, and the party was over. So we went over to see if anybody was there, left there. And as we were walking in, Jeter and, and Michael Jordan were walking out. Normally, uh, when that happens, security will trample you. But when you're with a fellow teammate, they were like, oh, hey, what's up? So Jordan sees Wells. He's like, what's up? And then I'm like, what's up? Hey, Michael Jordan, high five. I'm like, hey. <laughs> and I swear to me, Jeter said, what's up, cowhead? But I don't know if that might have been in my head, too. Like, I honestly can't tell you. In my mind, I tell that story, and Jeter was like, hey, what's up, Cowhead? And yeah. I was like, did that just happen? I, I and then I, a kiss. No, didn't go that far. But don't you remember when I went and gave him a hug at his turn two thing? Yes. The only reason he hugged me was because I said, Cowhead bet me $1,000. And he was like, all right, yeah, come here. I, but even that could have been just because of the bet. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think know. so. I saw him in uh, P.F. Chang's. My wife and I were in P.F. Chang's, and he came and sat down, him and uh, Minka Kelly. Oh, God. Yeah, sat down, and we made eye contact, and I said, don't look at me. <laughs> look away. Uh, <laughs> look away. <laughs> no, but I, Turn I, your eyes. But it's funny, because I'm not even a baseball fan at all, whatever, but I said, I kicked my wife under the table, and I go... Because he's so beautiful, go, right? Jeter. He's so beautiful in person. And, he, you know, yeah. big, huge celebrity. Yeah, yeah that's He's not more beautiful than Kevin Kimmeyer. Uh, it, yeah. Well, let me just tell you, different kind of beautiful. Kevin Kiermeyer is beautiful, like one of those huskies with the blue eyes. Those <laughs> dogs, like those white dogs with the really blue eyes. You yeah. look at me, you go, "Wow, that's a pretty dog." Mm-hmm. But Derek Jeter is the kind you want to take home and feed it, <laughs> let it nestle up to your own teeth if you had to, just in order to make sure it's healthy. Oh, this is a big difference. Big, big difference. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Yeah. So teats and everything. Uh, before this gets too uh, weird, I have some uh, breaking news. <laughs> too late. <laughs> yeah, I know, know right? Derek Jeter nestled up to my teeth. How much better can it get? Uh, in Cleveland, Ohio, an individual has been arrested and charged with attempted material support of a foreign terrorist organization for planning an attack on July Fourth in downtown Cleveland. Oh man! They actually have a uh, they have a they uh, press conference it. going on right now. Yeah, the FBI's Joint Terrorism Task Force has a press conference going on right now. So, yeah, they stopped it, which you got to think about that, though. Mm. Listen, don't do it, but if you're going to blow something up, 
Fourth of July. Make it Cleveland. You know, oh, oh, I did. No. <laughs> Fourth of July, there's a lot of explosions. You just be like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just part of it, I guess. I don't know. Right? It's just, just like vampires yeah. that come out on Halloween. Oh, that's the best. Real that's vampires true. come out on Halloween. And you yeah, never right. know. Yeah, you have no idea. You're like, oh, that's a great outfit. And then you go, thank you. And then they suck your blood. <laughs> this is the same thing. More breaking news. Oh. Unrelated. All right. Back to the teats. What we got? Oh, no. Andy Dick has been charged with sexual battery. Dude, Andy Dick's really? nuts. I saw a thing where he was uh, getting pushed away from Post Malone's car. Oh, no. <laughs> Post Malone, and they were, like, uh, pushing him away, and somebody was like, that's Andy Dick. And then the guy's like, oh, I guess he's okay. Oh. I don't know, whatever. But uh, <laughs> do I, I think I have him on the death pool. A woman claimed that Andy Dick grabbed her butt twice as he walked past her on a sidewalk in L.A. Uh, according to law enforcement, Dick also made lewd comments. And he was charged with a misdemeanor sexual battery and simple battery in the incident. This all according to TMZ. Uh, eh. it's, I, a, it's our fault, though. I mean, his character is a sexual deviant almost always. So he's almost allowed to do that. Are you mad? If I walk by, Andy Dick walks by and grabs my butt, I go, Andy Dick just grabbed my butt. That's yeah. it. I don't, I don't. Well, file by the way, does anyone think Andy Dick didn't grab this no. lady? Yeah. 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 Everyone's like, yeah. of course, it's Andy Dick. How do you plead, Mr. Dick? Oh, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm guilty. <laughs> I plead Andy Dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's now an option. Yeah. Well, oh, I have man. him on the death wall, so hopefully he gets prison time and they beat him to death. Yeah. Not from this, man. <laughs> you never know. Uh, you hunt? No, 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 no. No, because you don't why? You don't. You wouldn't kill animals or because you eat the hell out of them? <laughs> black? What is that? That's why I don't go fishing in, in uh, oh, no, Costa Rica. Black people, black people fish. No, I know, but I don't trust anybody to go out on a boat. I feel I like I'm going to get whacked. I get I'm it. Italian. Yeah, black people don't hunt, though. No. Mm-hmm. Yes, go. Uh, line one. I don't know whether you saw that or not. Whether you wanted to go. There. Oh, okay. I'll get. I'll get. Did you know he was white? Who? King. No. Let me get him on the phone. I don't know who that is. King. I heard him. He calls Drew show, right? Yeah, I called. King? Him, called my show yesterday. Yo, what's up, man? How you doing, buddy? I've heard King call Drew show before, right? Unless there's a different guy from jail calling. No, it's me. It's me. Yeah, man. I call. I call a few of the shows. I usually can't get to your show because I work Monday through Friday in here, man. What kind of job you got in the hole? Oh, uh, I'm a law clerk. I do uh, legal work. I'm a certified paralegal. Oh, man. Nice. So you might do like Andy Dufresne. Start funneling money for the warden. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to, man. Uh, no, I would not guess that King was white based on, uh, but Ian says you're a white guy. Well, I mean, I'm Colombian and white, yeah. But, like, I was thinking about yesterday because me and Ian talked about this, right? And if I was to live the last 14 years in New York or even Germany, I would probably talk like one of them. And then here, prison is like its own little world and culture, man. So we have our own slang, our own dialect, and it's, it's I think for the last fourteen years, I have my my uh, who I am has been uh, uh, cultivated, altered. Yeah, place, but I yeah. I, I know that because, and I always say this because my dad, who is straight up white bread Italian, uh, he worked in the prison system for a bunch of years, and he is he's been saying homeboy and homie and all the things since I was a kid, which way before rappers were making it cool. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure, man. And even even here, man, all the officers use our slang, and because they have to, because they have to understand what we're talking about in order to bust us. You know, and they want to relate to you guys too. I mean, you guys got to be in there together. For sure, for sure. How I long mean, have you been in? I got to get a little background. How long have you been in there? Uh, almost fourteen years now. So I was sixteen years old. And when oh, are you getting out? Now, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, I had two life sentences, but because of uh, the Supreme Court changed the laws where the juveniles can no longer get life sentences. So, yeah, uh, they gave me a mandatory quarter, so I have 11 more years. So you're, you've been in 14. You thought you were going to be there for double life. How many years did you wait till you did gay stuff? Oh, it just happened last, last. Oh, hold on, hold on. What did you just say? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That was very honest. Whoa. 
<laughs> how how long no, until you did gay stuff? Not have it, man. I, I know. Because uh, it's not gay not in jail. Real, for, nah, for real, for real, man. There's a lot of people that are gay, man, but, you know, I'm, I'm, but there's a lot of reasons why I'm not gay, man. First not gay. Not you're gay, not man. gay, but your only other no, companionship no, 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 no. is another man. <laughs> Yo, you know, Drew warned me about this right here. What? <laughs> uh, honesty? Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. So, nah, but for real, man. You know, I'm a Latin king, so we don't really, we can't. Don't, can't, nothing can partake in that. Type Listen to me, if a Latin king closed his eyes and uh, another Latin king did it, you just pretend it's not gay if you no, pretend it's a lady. I swear. I'm not talking about butt stuff. I'm talking about just like no, maybe yeah, some hand no, action. Just, I just, nah, nah, man. Nah, you never nah. grab one of them little t gay twinks in there and be like, come on, let's do this. Nah, man, you know, because since 2011, I've been able to have phones, so I've been watching porn, I've been hanging out, and I've had a few officers and librarians as well. Yeah, oh. I heard, you know what, I heard you say that, Andrew, so you did get an officer, right? Yeah, no, I've had two What was his name? And a librarian. A librarian? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what she, was she, were any of them hot? Uh, nah, not really, no. not really. And they how do you... Like, they were like hardcores. How do you promote, how do you, uh, how do you approach that? Like, you don't want to get in more trouble, but you don't know if they're like, were they flirting with you? Like, how do you approach that? Well, first off, man, when you have a life sentence, there's no more trouble, right? I just overturned, like, last September is when I overturned my um, um, life sentence. So when you have a life sentence, you really don't, there's no more trouble, man. Yeah. Either you're, just, you're just doing what you're doing, and either you're going to be gay, you're going to try to get some, you know what I'm saying, holler at one of the females. Uh, so did you, you holler at her? You were like, hey, what's up, librarian? Well, no, I used to work for me because, you know, like, I, I've always had library jobs, I've always had good jobs, so you work with them, you buy with them, and you catch a good, you just, you know, she start flirting, we start flirting, I'm with her hours and hours and hours a day, right, and so I start learning stuff about her, she learns stuff about me, and I could just start, you know, start uh, manipulating her, I guess. Doesn't yeah. she know, though, that she can get in so much trouble if she gets caught, and you don't care that well, you're that's hotter. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, I mean, he was so smooth that he was able to work his way through that. Yeah, I mean, she really, you know, a librarian job in prison is not really a career type job. It's just really her just in between or something, man. <laughs> She's not worried about ruining her li jail librarian career. Is it either that or she goes to be a barista somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Got her right in the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> so, so uh, all right, so we're not doing gay stuff, and we are um, we're banging whatever females we can find in the jail. Now, what's it like to know you got 11 more years? Actually, man, it's an awesome feeling, man. It really is an awesome feeling, man, because I really, at one point in time, thought this was it, man. Thought I was going to have to, uh, you know, just bust my way up out of here, or the, I was just going to have to learn to just adapt, man, totally. And I never really adapted, right? So I, I, it just really feels good, man. I know that I'm going to get out when I'm 41. And oh, I'm that's not bad. Yeah, no, for sure. What I'm, do you I'm miss the most? Oh man, a, a, a bed, a carpet, air conditioning. Uh, you know, I, it's just there's a lot of little things because I didn't really get a chance to live out there. There's sometimes I, I even think of events that happen like, yo, did that even really happen, man? I don't even know. I think I'm making that up in my mind. Yeah, yeah like she's only 16. Yeah, I, I noticed yeah. you said that you are a Latin king. Are you still a Latin king? Will you be a Latin king when you get out? Or are you done with all that? Well, yeah, I'm kind of done with that. There's something called the conservative stage, right? So I was allowed to go into the conservative stage when I changed my life. Like I told everyone, man, I was 
uh, I became a Lion King when I was 17 years old with a life sentence, right? So when I now have a 25-year sentence and I'm no longer a king, of course, you're always going to have these affiliations. However, I'm not really participating anymore, you know? Smart. Very smart. I got a couple I got a couple more questions, if you don't mind. This is fun. For sure, for sure. If I have to go, man, it's because the police ran in here. The yeah, mornings yeah. are very volatile, man. I got you. Um... Okay, so advice for me, if I, I don't plan on going to jail, I never have been, but advice for me if I go in, like first they always tell you in the movies, first thing to do is beat up the biggest guy there, but I don't know if I could do that. I'm old now. I mean, nah, and we're in Florida, man, so you really don't have to worry about it. This is, we don't have these major pins and major institutions. Every prison has only has about 800 people, right? And it's so split up. Like, in, in these movies, you'll see big prisons that have all lifers and all, you know, big maximum security prisons. In Florida, the maximum security prisons are only dorms, right? So you'll have one or two maximum security dorms, and then the rest of the compound, everyone's going home. So they know how to only keep a certain amount. Like, statistically, they know how to only keep a certain amount of people with life sentences or dangerous, quote-unquote, dangerous people here. So, you know, you really, you'll be all right, man. You, so, might, have to, you, might, have, you might have to slam somebody on their neck once fine. or twice, I got but it. you'll be all right. I'm yeah, f sure. I, I, in the freedom life, I'm friends with the black man, but in jail, I can't be friends with the black man, right? I got to hang out with the skinheads. But nah, not even, not even, man. This is not California, man. This is Florida, <laughs> where we have, where we have, where we have, we have palm trees and stuff. Now you will adapt to, you know, where you're from, and you know, you're, if you're from Tampa, you'll hang out with people from Tampa. Or if you're into like doing law, or just what you're into, you'll go to, man. Now, yeah, when you're young, you'll you'll move to that. I became a Latin king because I was 17 years old, and I was I was probably dead scared, and and you know, really in actuality, I, I didn't know what to do with my life, so I. I, I, I move towards those type of people, right? The people right. that I, I'm used to growing up with. But once you, once I'm 25, 30, I've learned that, you know, the best thing to do in prison is just be yourself, man. Just be yourself. So, you get a lot farther in life, man. What would it say if I go in and I put it out there and let everybody know I'm a really good kisser? Does that help at all or no? Or? <laughs> I mean, it, might, it may help what you're trying to get into. I don't know, man. We'll see. So, and the number one thing that I want to know about is how do I stop from being butt raped? Oh, man, you just go see a dude with a big knife, man. They got knife salesmen all over. Knife salesmen? Oh, yes, really? yes, man. We have all different types. You have plexiglass, metal, um, ice picks, big, big, uh, uh, nice um, lawnmower blades. We have everything in here. Lawnmower I got to tell you, I don't think this is smart for you to be talking about this stuff on the radio, though. I don't want you to get any more in any more trouble. Well, you know, like that's why I don't really. Even though a lot of people on the phone know who I am, I I, I appreciate that everyone kind of just uses King and just mm. this and that because you know there's tons and tons of phones in prison. They won't be able to pinpoint me. You ever think about writing a book? Oh, uh, actually, yeah. Um, I have two poetry books already written that I have not uh, been able to. Poetry, smoetry. Nobody's reading that crap. I'm talking about like the somebody that can see sure. like the gritty, itty gritty of uh, of what goes on in jail. I got some, I got some pretty gritty poetry, but yeah, oh, okay. I, I, I do want to. I, I do want to push out a memoir. Um, actually, last time I talked to um Niggs and Swig, they had they were they were talking and maybe they they were trying to help me out, man. But yeah, I do, and I also started writing two novels, man. Um, Miggs doesn't want anybody to know, but he did hard time for a little while. <laughs> Migs did some hard time for a little while back in the day. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Didn't yeah, know that. He likes what, to keep yeah. that on down low. King, what is your goal when you get out? So you get out 14 years or what did you say? out. Uh, what did you say, 14 years from now, 11 years 11. from now? No, 11 years. 11, 11 years, years from now, what do you want to do Like as far as do you want to go work for somebody? Do you want to work with like the Innocence Project? Do you want to do something like Hold that? Are you second, Domino's? One second, one second. Let, me, let me look. Hold on one second. Uh -oh. Did we lose him? 
just thinking because he's got paralegal. Go, What's that? Police are running. Oh, he had to go. Yeah. He says that his cell phone is the size of your thumb. Your thumb? Yeah. That's how they get it in. It's like this big. That means it was in somebody's butt. Of course it was. Of course it was. Butt phone. All I can think is Will Ferrell from Saturday Night Live with a little phone. Uh, So wait a second. So nobody knows that he has the phone in there? No. No. He said there's too many in there, though. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't be able to pinpoint. I think they exchange them. and They get them. They can figure out ways to get other ones. Yeah. Well, they all smell like butt. Yeah, you know. But well, listen, I would I, imagine I, you wrap it in plastic before you keister Real quick, Maybe. I just want to Google something. Stand by. I wanted to ask him how long it took him to finish. Because he, he, he was in jail at 16. So that means he hasn't had that many partners. So, oh, yeah. So when he's stooping this girl... And for the first time in 12 years, I, that wasn't a long oh, no. situation, no. no. He didn't apologize after either. Well, he's yeah. probably trying to get it over with quickly, <laughs> yeah. too, I would think. You get I, out of my face. I Googled smallest cell phone, and there's one that's pretty much the size of a thumb. Mm-hmm. Yep. Does he have to hide the phone, though? Yeah. yeah. Back where the way he got in? Yeah. Well, no, I don't, I don't know whether he has to hide it there, but he could hide it, you know, other places in the jail or yeah. in the prison or whatever. Well, good for you, King. I have heard him call occasionally to Drew's show, but I didn't really know the whole background story. And Jail uh, has been very good at thwarting me from committing crimes uh, when I was younger. I never I never wanted to have anything to do with any of that stuff. Wow. Can we send him packages? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. You know, I, we don't want to give his name out or anything. No, but maybe he could. I, mean, I bet you is. Seth probably has all the information. Right. Maybe we could send him some stuff because he sounds like... Uh, you know, I'm I'm all for people being rehabilitated. You yeah, make and he mistakes. Said, I mean, he was a 17 year old, 16 year old kid, whatever. And now he said he's a certified paralegal. Mm-hmm. So obviously, he's doing work in there, and you know, smart, and got his stuff overturned. Was smart yeah. enough to know that there was something in there. So it went from two double life sentence to uh, to getting out in 11 years from now. I don't believe that he hasn't done gay stuff though. Not that long. <laughs> I don't think he has. I don't mean like. <laughs> I'm just saying like. Mm-mm, like that, yeah. You get one of them. You get one of them twinks that wears lipstick, and you uh-huh. just after a couple of years, you're like, all right. Uh, Close your eyes and cry while it's happening. I wouldn't cry till afterwards. Uh, well, the, the shame and regret afterwards. <laughs> shame and regret. Yeah, uh, it wouldn't yeah. be fine while it's happening. Right, and afterwards, yeah. you just go to sleep, but then the next day, you're like, what did I? Manuel, but imagine Manuel, no more. Right, but imagine you do that, and then the next day, they're like, oh man, something just got overturned. You're out yeah. in a week. Oh like, yeah. Uh, what? Well, we made a mistake. Oh god, yeah. Manuel. And guess what? Manuel gets out too. <laughs> you guys will be friends forever. Oh, no. no, thank you. Why oh. did he kill that guy? He was getting out next week. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can know. <laughs> oh, all right. We got to take a break. Ian Beckles is here with us. It's the Mike Calter Show. It's 1025 The Bone. The Mike Calter Show on 1025 The Bone. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.